Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for August 22nd, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, Arizona State Strength and Conditioning Coach Leanne Blinn. Behind the Masks College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, dine-in, take-out, or catering your next event. We're at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts, anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort at the center of the action. By Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile, you always get plans and phones that fit your needs. And by Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios is presented by Behind the Mask and is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight. This is College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. We are coming to you live from our new uh, studio partner, the Summer Skates Studio Center. Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, um, uh, outliving another hurricane out on Long Island, New York. At least I think so. Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are you? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of the lines at the stores and the gas stations yesterday were off the charts. And, uh, you know, we got up this morning and thought that, uh, you know, we just kind of were going to kind of wait and hold our breath. And by like noon, it was basically over. <laughs> uh, you love these storms, though, right? I mean, they just uh, they roll in and uh, they they build it up to be something really good or bad, I should say. But you hope that it's not going to be like that, and you get through well, it, and you're through it. You have to prep for it, right? Yeah, you'd be a fool if you didn't. <laughs> and um, you know, it is. I don't remember, and I'm sure that part of it is that I grew up in New York City proper, and in, in, well, in the five boroughs. I grew up, in, you know, when I grew up in Queens, it was um, we ne we never dealt with this stuff that I knew of. Uh, we had summer blackouts from people using too much electricity, but we didn't have the hurricanes or storms or. Um, And, you know, honestly, uh, if they had them, I don't know about them. Like I said, Long Island is, is, is a much different animal than the five boroughs. Um, we were supposed well, to get whacked. Let's go by its name. Like it's Long Island. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I said. On, on the island. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Long Island. Uh, it's, it's a much different animal than the five boroughs. Um which is kind of weird because Queens is actually, and a lot of Brooklyn is physically and geographically on what we call Long Island, even though it's not part of it, Nassau and Suffolk counties. But it's just a completely different animal. Yeah, and uh, also the home of Long Island University. See yeah. how I transitioned right into like a that. hockey yeah. topic? Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. Right, right into it. <laughs> you know, a professional talker is a professional talker, right? Well, yeah. One of these days, I guess I'll find out. But I would know. I'm not. I'm not at your level. I'm just. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway, this is College Hockey Southwest Live, and this is normally our reaction show for people that are getting amped up for the start of the hockey season. This is when we're going to react. We're going to react to what happened over the weekend. We've got our man uh, Joe Paisley in Colorado for us, and I've already given him a month full of work in October uh, covering the Colorado teams. 
Uh, I will be there as well a couple different times. And uh, Paul's got his eye on ASU and everywhere else in the, the college hockey world from the East Coast back to the West. So uh, this is where we're going to react. But because there are no college hockey games being played currently, let's react with good stuff. Let's, uh, you know, we've had Leanne Blinn on before, and uh, she's so good at what she does that uh, I've been trying to get her on, and we've had conflicts back and forth about uh, the getting the right date. And, and we got her tonight. But let me tell you, Paul, when I talked to her today via text, she said, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll get the uh, soccer team stretched out, and then I'll come on your podcast. I'm going like, oh, my goodness. That sounds about right. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, she's involved. And I think we undersold her a little bit by strength and conditioning coach. I think her I, don't, I, don't know title, what, I don't know what else to use. Well, I think the title is Director of Sports Performance and Olympic Sports at Arizona State University. So we'll find out. We'll, we'll get her on here in just a couple minutes and find out. Um, I don't know if I could I – ha- Good for you. I'm glad you could say that because I don't know if I could say that and get it right more than, you know, halfway through. Uh, well, you did a good job. Both you and Charlie did a great job of getting the uh, the new studio sponsor out there. So that was fantastic. Uh, good job on both of your parts. So we're happy to have Summer Skates on board with us. Um, and as I said, September, sizzling month of September as we build up to uh, NHL and uh, NCAA hockey we and ACHA hockey, I guess, we are giving away – uh, summer skates prize pack it's we got 16 of them to give away starting uh, the sunday before labor day so september 5th and going to september 29th so uh, you're going to want to stay tuned you're going to want to be a follower a listener and uh, find out how you can get yourself a great summer skates uh, package we also got the new logo coming on it we got the southwest the uh college hockey southwest live logo that you are so fond of I'm a big um, fan. I think that's our, with no disrespect to the other ones, but that's my favorite. That's my favorite one. I, I like the one yeah. I like the best. I know it is. So uh, we got those coming on uh, on some uh, summer skate sandals and koozies. So uh, good stuff coming your way. Uh, anything new in the world of uh, college hockey before we jump in and bring Leanne on here in about three or four minutes? Well, when she comes on, we can always pick it up afterwards. But uh, apparently now officially Robert Morris is on pause. Oh, God, I hate that word. I That's, hate pause. I just, well, listen, it's an upgrade it. from gone. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess if you look at it that way, but I also saw that Coach Schooley has been congratulating a lot of his players that have moved on to do? other programs. They, they want to play. Yeah, you know, what What can he do? So uh, he's handling it with a lot of class, and uh, I hope Absolutely. one day we can get him on to just, uh, you know, hear his side of everything, but uh, we'll work on that. The other big thing that I saw, Paul, is uh, the the big three coming oh. back to Michigan. Well, <laughs> I, that was what I was going to bring up next. Um, it is going to be crazy. Uh, I mean, I'd have to sit there and go through the draft again. Um, but between uh, Michigan and then uh, your boys up there in Minneapolis, um, St. Thomas, you mean? Yeah, St. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> They're going to okay. have at least double-digit draft picks on their rosters. It's going to be like an AHL game. I mean, they. I mean, you know, I'm looking at one set of rosters for both teams, and they don't have the 2021 draft players listed. I mean, they're on the rosters, but they don't have them listed. Um, and they're, Is that the Big Ten you're talking about? Well, no, I'm not talking about their the Big Ten schools, though. Yeah, yeah, because they they don't have a um, schedule yet either. Well, yeah, we know that too. <laughs> they don't have a league schedule. They have non-conference games. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry for that dig. Uh, I had um, to dig at, at our good yeah, buddy no, Jess Myers it. too, because Jess just put out or uh, sent a reply to Michigan and said, "Okay, yeah, I know they're all coming back, but remember last year they were one and four, and they had Strauss Mann as their goaltender um, against." Uh, Against the University of Minnesota, and I said, yeah, I get, "You big party spoiler, jeez, I get Jeff, all that. Have their day." Um, <laughs> the, 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 that other maroon and gold team before they put the name the the teams that drafted guys in twenty twenty one on there already had uh, eleven draft picks, and Michigan had seven or eight. Um, 
although the uh, the difference is most of those guys in, in uh, Ann Arbor were first round picks. I also heard today <laughs> that uh, they did unseat North Dakota. North Dakota had six first rounders at one time on their roster. Michigan now has seven. Well, it's just nuts. I mean, <laughs> and you don't have to, and and you probably don't have to worry about the goalie because somebody's got to have who who's who who is not who's going to have the puck. <laughs> Yeah, th- how's it? When is the other team going to have the puck? You don't have to worry about it. Exactly. And exactly. by the way, and we've talked about this before. Well, let's not forget those three number one picks from this year were in the top five. <laughs> yeah, that's even crazier. It's even yeah. crazier. Uh, how hard is it going to be to get a ticket anywhere Michigan plays this year? Is what I want to know. Well, the question is, who's buying those tickets? Right. I mean, there might not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there might not be enough room for all the scouts that will probably <laughs> right. be in the, in those buildings. Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, okay. I don't know when, but you know, hey, yeah, exactly. or where, or what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's take uh, a quick break and let's bring Leanne on because I know she's got a soccer game to watch too. So we won't keep her forever tonight. But uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in about three minutes with the uh, director of sports performance and Olympic sports at Arizona State University. We just call it a strength and conditioning coach for the Sun Devils. Leanne Blinn will be with us in three minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of Summer Skate, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. 
All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans as it may be. This is College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, the ASU alum, out on beautiful Long Island, New York, which I understand is a little bit soggy tonight, but uh, so far so good as far as, uh, um, what's that hurricane, Henri? Henri, yeah. I'm blaming that on Deke Andre from up in uh, my little dog friend up in, in Vegas because that's Whatever. his middle name, okay. Deke Andre I, Furry. So we're blaming I, it on him. But okay. okay. I, We've been waiting for this. Let's not wait any longer. We've got the uh, director of sports performance and Olympic sports, and we like to call her the strength and conditioning coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, Leanne Blim with us. Leanne, Scott, and Paul with you. Thank you so much for joining us. I know your schedule is crazy. It's a little crazy, but I'm um, happy we finally connected. So sorry for a couple cancellations on my end and scheduling hiccups along the way, but I'm excited to be on. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, don't sweat that at all. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we get it. You have a job to do, and, <laughs> and you got to do it. And I, I can't imagine um, because that how hard it is to coordinate all the different sports that you are in charge of. It's well, I can't say I, I can say I have an awesome staff. So without them, it wouldn't run smooth. So I, I am grateful for uh, all eight staff members that I have and soon to be nine, nine, a ninth. So uh, I'm pretty excited. So I couldn't do it out without them. OK, so, Leanne, how does that work? Oh, I mean, yes, in, in all seriousness, I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a lot of computer work keeping track of things. But but in all seriousness, how does that work? Does each of those staff members have a particular item that they work on or they work with a particular team? Everyone has, uh, has their own teams. So my teams have been historically hockey and soccer. Um, and with all the craziness of COVID last year and traveling and being on the road, um, I had to rely on my graduate assistant, Laura, um, significantly to help out with soccer while I was away um and actually i've been able to hire her full-time so she's taking over soccer full-time for me which uh she does a phenomenal phenomenal job she was a former former soccer player at the citadel and it's uh and she's a great strength coach it's a great fit it's a really great fit so i'm thankful for her and and keeping everything in line while i was gone a lot last year on the road <laughs> and then uh okay, everyone man, else has a couple sports so uh, I want to get into that in just a minute, but I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if you've seen uh, my tweets, but uh, the first week of every month, I climb up on top of the sixth uh, floor of the parking garage next to the new building, and I take some pictures and some video. I've been doing it since the uh, first week of March. I like what's happening, but when I look to my left and I see the uh, the, the big football facility and yep. the weight room and all that stuff, uh, the first person that comes to mind is you. Why is that? it's okay if you don't have an answer because i i i I wouldn't be up there anyway because it's six floors is way too high for me anyway leanne um so so talk to us about the, the last 18 19 months i mean it's been absolutely crazy for all of us paul and i have been the fortunate ones because we just sit here and talk behind microphones and people are usually free and can join us so We've had fun, but, um, man, we miss hockey. Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy, um, you know, working through COVID, um, teams playing, teams not playing, cancellations, you know, athletes getting testing positive, you know, or contact trace. It's been a, it's been a learning experience, I think, for a lot of teams across the country and in every sport. Um, and you had to be adaptable and any second, anything could change. State mandates could change. Local mandates could change. Um, numbers could go down. Numbers could go up. Like it, it was, it was definitely, you had to sometimes just throw your arms and go, all right, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> we have to deal with it. And, um, and you just got to learn to adapt. So, and I think resiliency is one of the the biggest words. I think a lot of people have learned and a lot of athletes have learned this past year, got to be resilient and, you know, anything can happen and you just gotta, you gotta go with it, go with the flow. I mean, just like the boys having to be on the road for, for every single game. Um, 
It's not an easy task. Not an easy task at all. So now, so. as he, as Scott said, it's been it, it was basically eighteen months. So now you've had a chance to get back, and and I assume you've been able to be there in person now, as yep. as as the athletes are coming back and being able to. Uh, I always talk about. Uh, when you have players in whatever the sport is, all the computer analytics and so forth and so on cannot completely replace the eye test. So what has it been like and how much of an adjustment has it had to be for everybody to once again now do this stuff in person and in larger groups? Has that even been an issue? Um, you know, it, it was a lot of adjustments throughout the year, whether you could only have one team at a time, multiple teams at a time, uh, um, social distancing you know, it had in the beginning and now it really hasn't like we've, um, we've worked through most of, you know, most of the hiccups along the way. Now I would say we're somewhat back to normal, um, you know, as far as normal training goes and it's been pretty quote unquote uh this whole summer for us um we've actually had at least this summer because they missed out all last summer. um a lot of athletes from multiple sports stayed a little bit longer the summer came back a little bit earlier so they could train and so they could you know you can't make up for time lost um you can maximize what you the time that you have and you know um, and work through some things. And I think for us, for the hockey boys, I think they're in a, in a great space right now. They're in a great spot. Um, and I think a lot of our teams going forward, um, we, we had a lot of some successful baseball. I mean, there was just a lot of success across the board in navigating COVID and our athletes it, it was, was really good through all of this. So the Delta variant and change to the Pac-12, um, you know, we followed the Big Ten last year by playing with the big 10. Um, so, but like I said, you, you were going in different, different States and different towns and, you know, there's different man and, uh, Florida, you know, not a follow what's best for the health and wellness of the student athlete and staff. So, so Leanne, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, so Leanne, um, before we get into uh, this season and the future seasons at the new building, um, the mantra for this year that I've seen, at least the hashtag that I'm going with is, I love it, last ride at Oceanside. So is it a bit bittersweet for you too? Like I know uh, Coach Powers and the players is, uh, Oceanside has been your home for a few years now, and uh, it's going to be hard, I think, to uh, to leave it. I think so. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of tears shed at that last game at Oceanside. I really do. I think I think the boys and, and all the coaching staff and everyone that's been in Oceanside, I think they're going to cherish every last game in there. Um, you know, you, you talk about be the tradition and the obstacle is the way and, you know, I think it's, I think, I think all of our players embrace the fact that of what Oceanside was and what they've done, what Oceanside did for, for the program. And, um, there's, there's going to be, uh, like I said, a few tears shed. I can, I can tell you that in the last game, um, It'll be missed. I mean, everyone's excited for the new building, and we're out doing our fitness testing on the track on uh, on Thursday, the first day of school, running our two mile test, and 
but it's so exciting to to look to your look to your left and see that structure going up and it's just like it's real it's right there in front of you like in the construction is going up morton phenomenal job i don't want to i'm doing this but i think we're going to head and by the way it's not I, lose you well, guys? No, I think we're still here um, and it looks okay. more like a, a, a building now. At least there's some shape to it, and that makes you even more excited, doesn't it? Yes. Yep. Um, the reality of the beams going up, and it's starting to look like a rink, and it's exciting. So, Leanne, let me ask you this in, in regards to the players themselves. And I think those that are graduating are like. Yeah, Leon, I think we have a little bit of delay, so I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, uh, That's okay. But anyway, um, I was going to ask you, uh, when you come off of something like 18 months of, uh, of COVID, and I know the guys played some, but it was different, and, um, and the training aspect of it, how much have you had to adapt or change anything, or haven't you? Um, I haven't had to change a whole lot. Um, you know, it was it's kind of putting together the framework, and the framework has already been there, and and, and the the year has been mapped out. Um, you know, we had to start off a little bit slower, so we started a little bit slower, and we built up throughout the summer. And it wasn't too, too much of a different summer for us in terms of how we train and how we prepare. Um, so we've been pretty lucky. We've been pretty lucky. And a lot of guys, some guys stayed here and some guys went home to train. Okay. Paul, I need a quick follow-up on that one. I got to ask her okay. what it's like having um, – a guy somewhere between 50 and 60 being the captain this year. And uh, they're calling him grandpa. So grandpa <laughs> coming back, do you have to take some special precautions with the grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, He's going to get you for that. No, I know he is. Get you for I that. love it. Oh, guys training. <laughs> um. No, our guys, you know, I individualize and modify. <laughs> I individualize and modify for all of our guys as it is. So it's, uh, you know, his volume is a little bit different than uh, than maybe some of the younger guys. So um, I, 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 I do take care <laughs> okay. of him. Now you're in trouble. Some of the younger guys. Now you're in <laughs> yeah, trouble. Yeah, so I know. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. No, the, he knows it. He knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so uh, how long does it take you to get a feel? Because you can, as we said, you can only do so much until they get to campus. How long does it take for you to get a feel for what uh, the freshmen are capable of in terms of what you do with each of the players? So I'm lucky with the freshmen. They come in for second summer session. So I've had them since July, um, beginning of July. So I've been able to train with them for, obviously it's voluntary. If they want to come, they can, they don't have to, but they all come and they all train. So I have, I've had them for about six weeks. It is a definite learning curve and a different experience than what they're used to from juniors. Um, but, you know, our guys have adapted really, really well. Um, we did our fitness testing. You can tell that our freshmen just aren't as strong, aren't as fit yet. Um, but I have unbelievable faith in those kids. By the time they're sophomores, juniors, and seniors, they'll be there. So it's just, it's definitely, definitely a learning curve for them. And to understand how, how much fitness and strength plays into, plays into college hockey um, or college sports in general. Okay, now you uh, were at, or I guess you're at, you're at the soccer game now, or it hasn't. I know it hasn't started yet. It's um, start. It's it's starting in two minutes. They're just singing the national anthem right now. 
Okay. <laughs> um, the, the, just give us an example of of how you would work a soccer player compared to a hockey player. So for me, I look at the athlete as an individual um, in terms of looking at each of them as an individual, but then I also look at the sport, right. look at energy system. So a lot of it surrounds conditioning um, and training within their energy system. Training is very different. Soccer players need to be able to run for 90 minutes. Hockey players, their shift is 45 to 60 seconds. So they need short bursts over a period of time where a soccer players, you know, they don't sub very often compared to hockey. Right. Um, so their training, their lifting is a little bit different, um, more endurance based for our soccer players, even though they also need to be fast and explosive and move. Um, I look at injuries, what are higher, higher risk of injuries uh, in soccer versus hockey. Um, soccer, you got your ACLs, um, typical, you know, there's a higher rate of ACL tears for women anyway, but ACL tears in soccer are more prevalent than in hockey. Hockey, you're looking at more of contact injuries in terms of, you know, shoulder separations, MCLs, knee to knee, things like that. Um, so I look at a lot of the injury, injured areas. And then I look at areas of weakness on the athlete in general. What's their what's their history of what they have coming in? Um, back issues, knee issues, shoulder issues, and we work on fixing those issues. And it doesn't matter whether you're a soccer player, or a hockey player, or a softball player, or a baseball player. We do the same same type of screening on each of our athletes. And then we individualize it to help maximize their performance. Hockey, you know, for them, they train a little bit more. They're a contact sport, so a little bit more from a football mindset um, to some degree in terms of, you know, they lift three to four days a week, whereas soccer would lift two to three days a week, focus more on conditioning. Guys, um, the hockey guys would have a combination of the lift and speed work and things like that. Um, Running doesn't necessarily translate or transfer to hockey. Your your best skaters aren't necessarily your best runners, and your best runners aren't necessarily your best skaters. Um, so on ice conditioning is important. Um, off ice is too. Learning how to stop, start, change direction. Um, but most of the conditioning they're going to get from when they get, when they get on the ice. Yeah, totally, totally makes sense. Um, I've got to ask you this, and I, I promise we're not going to keep you too much longer because I know you're okay. Got, you're good. Uh, you're good. You got, okay. Okay. You're good. Um, you're totally fine. You're totally fine. They, okay. they, they know I'm here doing sure. this. Nope, you're good. Okay. They know I'm here doing this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got to play okay. the game. I don't. I can't touch a soccer ball. I can't. <laughs> I can kick it. That's about it. But ask me to run, forget it. <laughs> uh, uh, you're the <laughs> My best. My work is Thanks. done. My job is done. It's all them now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if that being said, let me ask you this. Um, you've told me before, and you've told our audience before, but it's been a while now, uh, about the travel part of it. Coach Powers is very, very proud of the fact that he's got more home games than road games this year, but you still go on the road. It's still a trip anywhere you go from, uh, from Tempe, Arizona to wherever. So uh, explain, if you can, to our, our audience again, what a typical road trip is like as far as keeping the guys conditioned and ready to go uh, Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, you got to play just as well as you do Friday night and have enough gas in the tank for Saturday night, um, you know, and play just as hard. It's the same 60-minute game Friday night and Saturday night. So you got to have legs. You got to have your legs and your lungs for both. Um so for us, you know, we train hard in the off season and the preseason and we do high days and low days in terms of um, practice and conditioning and training and lifting um, to kind of mimic, you know, days off and days and hard days and, and, and easier days, I should say. Um, when we're on the road, so typically we're on the road we leave wednesday it'll be like a wednesday to sunday trip wednesday at the hotel um we'll lift or not lift sorry we'll do mobility work so we get off the plane we go drop our bags at the rink before we eat dinner sometimes after depending on how late it is we'll do mobility we'll do a stretch some guys will actually work out that night 
Um, just depends. I have a couple guys that really love to work out a couple, um, couple guys just want to get that third day in and they will. Um, then Thursday they typically practice. Um, I'll do another mobility stretch day with them. Friday they play scratch guys will work out with me on Friday. Um, scratch guys will work out with me on Saturday and, and then it's all over. We get, we leave on Sunday, go back and then Monday's their day off and next week it'll be a Tuesday, Wednesday lift, Thursday mobility, Friday, Saturday home games. And it just kind of rotates from there. So I just laid out, actually just laid out their whole schedule for the year. And we actually have some pretty good bye weeks in there. Um, towards the end, which I actually think will help, you know, if we have any little nicks and dings to stay healthy along the way. And, and we're deep this year. Um, so I think, I think it's going to be, I, I think we'll be good. I think we're, I think it's going to be an unbelievable year. We have. Um, as you may, you, you, as you may or may not know, because you've got your own things to the uh, women's world championships are going on right now for hockey. Um, Canada played yep. uh, Russia earlier this afternoon, and I know they, you know, for the various reasons, they have not played a lot of games in the last eighteen months. the The Russian goalie had to make sixty saves in what is probably only their second or third game. In, in, in a long time, what kind of conditioning it, the, can does, does that goalie have to go through to be able to face that many shots, even though it's only in a normal 60-minute game? Especially that early where, you know, they haven't played that much in, in, in recent times. Oh, I, the problem is how much they get to practice and how much they get to train. Right. And goes on. Um, it's it's something you you hope that they're they're training for up until and and you know they're probably gas. So I'd look I'd look more at what the recovery is going to look like the next two days as opposed to you know what they're going to do. Okay down the road for the next game kind of thing. Like, I, um, that, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Okay. So, so Leanne, uh, coach powers also told us this. He's told me this since day one, that he doesn't care if there's an NHL logo next to any of his players, but, um, let's be honest. We all know that that changes the game a little bit. Um, that, that NHL logo probably means that there's somebody else that cares what they're doing, beyond um, their parents and the Arizona State Sun Devils. Anything that comes up with you as a trainer uh, that, that maybe a, an NHL team asks about or asks you to do with a player, or is that off limits? Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's a, a team of we. It's not a team of me. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, with, with ASU hockey, you know, yeah, you're going to, you, you may have that NHL logo next to you and, and sometimes the strength coach will reach out, but they're, they're more about reaching out to say, Hey, what is this guy doing? Where is this guy at? What are his force plate numbers look like? Um, more so than, Hey, you need to have them here, here, and here. They're more just saying, okay, what do you, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, and how are they responding and how well they are they doing um you know it's uh it's more about you know for asu hockey it's hey you're asu hockey and that's why you're here it's a, it's a team of we not a team of me okay now you used a term that those of us that are not um even those of us with some knowledge of uh, physical conditioning and training, uh, the audience may not necessarily be aware of it. What, when you use the term force plate, what does that mean for those who don't have an idea of what that means? Uh, so it's basically, how do I put this in layman's term? Everyone does the vertical jump. So you do a vertical jump. It's, it's basically, it measures, it measures how high you jump your rate of force production. Um, 
it measures weakness right left side imbalances between your right and left side um, so it gives us a good look um, you know it looks at fatigue in terms of if their numbers are down so it gives us a good look into the athlete even though they may not say they're tired but their numbers Say that they're tired. Um, so it's it's a little more technology um, as we go. This world's turning into a lot of technology. I use a lot a lot more of the, the eye test and a lot more of the you know twenty cough, cough, 25 years in this, um, <laughs> then I do the actual like technology piece. It's a part of it for me, but, um, it's technology that we definitely use. Um, but then it just give it just gives the of the athlete overall. Yeah, that's good stuff, and it's extremely important. Um, what are you laughing at? Uh, in- <laughs> that was Hornstein. Uh, what? <laughs> anyway, uh, so, Leanne, uh, I've had a chance to talk with uh, some NHL people and also uh, uh, some college people about some of the players that have moved on from the program. I'm talking about the Passionate Brothers, and uh, a lot of credit <laughs> was given to you and the program uh, for preparing them uh, for NHL hockey. And uh, I made a bold statement last year at the end of the AHL season. I said, Steen Pashnik's going to surprise some people. And don't be surprised if he has a shark jersey on this year instead of a barracuda. So what, what do you specifically do? And, and how proud are you to see those two achieve what they're achieving? Those two are great guys. They work hard. They've been here all summer training. Um, you know, they, they're bought into training and they know what they need to do and they make it a part of who they are. Um, you know, Steen's done phenomenal. Um, Brinny has done phenomenal. They come back and um, it's Mike Potenza Mike is a strength coach. Um, Sharks, um, and he's been around for about 20 years. And when Brittany came back, <laughs> Brittany said to me, he's like, he's, he's like, yeah, um, Mike looked at me, he's like, oh, yeah, you trained with Leanne, so I already know what you know what you're doing. So, um, <laughs> you know, he, he's, a, he's a great strength coach, but you know, the guys got know what they need to do, and they each how to lift and how to properly and how to do the right. And you know, we do we do a lot of the basics. We do a lot of the basics, and uh, we try to you know keep our guys healthy. And and I think that's one of the biggest things that's helped help Brittany and Steen, and um, you know, confidence level too is huge weight room weight room helps build confidence i don't care what anyone sell, says you know if you this summer he's gotten better steiner's gotten better so it's it's a pretty paul you got one more before we let her I go here you go no i i just uh i just you know people just you know have to understand that uh um, this is the hidden part of, you know, we, we, we see the results on the ice and fans don't often give enough credit to the stuff that goes on off the ice. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a coincidence that, you know, last year, notwithstanding, and, and we know it at one point, they barely had enough guys to actually play a game in because of everything that was going on and, and not really 
what you get is a good example of them not being able to train normally. And I just want, you know, people need to understand that one of the reasons why this program uh, got to be the fastest startup to make the NCAA tournament is had a lot to do with folks like Leanne and the people off the ice as much as what the guys do on the ice. I think that was a compliment directed directly at you, Leanne. <laughs> I think we still have her, but I'm not sure. I've lost. Uh, we had a delay going there, but I, I don't hear any response. So I don't know if she's uh, disconnected from us or not. Leanne, can you still hear us? Okay, well, that was a great conversation anyway. Uh, we love having her on. She's so knowledgeable and uh, just knows so much about this program that uh, it's incredible. Paul, I think you were 100% correct when you said. I, I appreciate uh, that. Of- I appreciate oh. that. Um, you know, I just, for me, I, you know, I like being behind the scenes and, you know, helping guys to achieve what they, they want to achieve. Uh oh. Awesome. Okay, I don't know. Our connection's going in and out, so I don't know how much of you heard of it, but um, uh, we're pleased to have you on. We know what you do behind the scenes, and I know I that. I can uh, still hear that... you guys. It's all okay. delayed. So I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, just just know that uh, what you said before, why am I laughing? I think that was the cough, cough, 20, 25 years thing that I was laughing at. So. <laughs> All right, there's soccer to be played. There's hockey coming up. Uh, Leanne, thanks so much for joining us. Um, keep up the good work. Uh, look forward to seeing you in person again. We can finally do that. And uh, we can't wait to see you in that new building because that's just going to raise up the level of uh, Sun Devil Athletics one more step. So Leanne Blinn, the Director of Sports Performance and Olympic <laughs> Sports at Arizona State <laughs> University and, of course, the uh, Strength and Conditioning Coach for the Arizona State Yeah, I've Sun been Devils. in a few years <laughs> for sure. All right, Leanne, have a good night and uh, go get a soccer win, okay? Thank you guys for having me on. Good night. Okay, Paul and I will be right back in about two minutes and wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you were fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you were always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This 
is College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by our friends at Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Uh, I apologize to everybody that uh, maybe was listening live and was as frustrated as we were with the connection issues we were having. But um, I will tell you this. We had this problem about a week ago uh, when we had Coach Berman on from the uh, University of Arizona. And uh, when the uh, podcast was produced and uh, actually was able to listen to it, it turned out uh, much better than the original. So hopefully that's the same thing that will happen is that uh, – through the magic of production, it will uh, it'll be much better when you hear it uh, from where in a replay mode. <laughs> What's their delay with you two now? <laughs> well, well yeah. thirty way, years worth of delay. <laughs> yeah, something like that. By the way, just you know, when you think about it, um, as Leanne talked about uh, during the the interview, um, the two sports that she's got between. Uh, hockey and soccer they're they're really opposite uh yeah hockey is more anaerobic where you have those short bursts and you go for like she said 30 45 seconds while in soccer it's obviously uh, aerobic and um you know you're going for 45 minutes plus straight and then another 45 after the halftime um you know right now those girls are playing uh, what's it it's, it's got to be in the low 90s now, right? Uh, I think it's probably still upper 90s. It's 105 today, so. Okay. I mean, right now, these, these girls got to be in game shape. And, and they're playing it at, at 7 o'clock local time. And, you know, and, and to stay hydrated. How much hydration must they do before a game? Yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, okay. you you know what it's like to see that five overtime college hockey game, which uh, was incredible uh, hydration going on between the overtime periods uh, when uh, Duluth and uh, North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, and, and they weren't playing in 95-degree weather. No, no, they were not. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying they're just the opposite. You know, um, and, you know, like I said, you, you, you know, you've been out there long enough to know that, you know, when you run in those conditions, you don't sweat as much because your body just doesn't want to lose the height, even the, the moisture from sweat, which is your body getting rid of toxins. Uh, I said it just, it's, it is a, they're just completely different animals. Even if you're you're training in the same in the same place, because one's inside with ice and the other's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then uh, like you say, that the short bursts that you have in hockey versus you know continual action like you have in soccer, big differences. But Leanne does a great job with the program. Um, every time I talk to her, I learn something more. Uh, I know tonight was a little frustrating with the delays, but you can just tell her passion. Uh, with the program, and uh, she's a big reason why players are starting to get uh, an NHL logo next to their name and getting shots to play in the uh, the professional ranks. Yeah, like, I mean, we don't know who's going to any of the various uh, rookie camps yet, uh, Not at least not all of them. And I know we saw Matthew Copperwood is, is heading to the Bruins or at least uh, uh, in – supposed to be going to the Bruins rookie camp. Uh, we don't know about anybody else uh, yet, but sometimes we don't find that out until it's almost time for them to go. So, um, you know, so it, it definitely. Well, and it, it, remember, it's a whole lot different this year because yes, I know everything's later than it normally would be. So yes. uh, normally those camps would be uh, over by now and they'd be coming back and reporting to, uh, to college uh, athletics. So, yeah, it's a little different, no doubt about it. Um, the other th- couple things I wanted to get in there, uh, I know you probably have a couple more things too, but um, I want to say that Friday night I saw hockey again for, for real. Um, yeah, I saw that. Up in Vegas. I mean, that place was packed. That was as many people as I have ever witnessed inside City National Arena. I don't know if they were supposed to, but they did. 
and they did it for <laughs> a great cause because uh, Shane Michelonis, the uh, uh, paralyzed police officer from from uh, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, was honored in a charity game. And I'm telling you, Paul, there was a lobby. Well, you've been there at City National. Yeah. There's a huge lobby outside. That was packed full of people selling T-shirts and, and different things for hey, fundraising. Uh, I, no, I didn't even get a chance to get one because they were gone. Um, <laughs> they sold the event out uh, for $20 a ticket uh, early. Uh, the fans got in there. When I showed up an hour before game time, I, I could barely find a place to park. And uh, I know there was a baseball game going on next door, but these were hockey people. Um, got through there. The place was absolutely packed. They were attentive. They were sharp. Um, man, I, I know you guys have heard me say this before, audience, but uh, if you want to see what passion is, uh, go to Las Vegas and watch a hockey event, any hockey event, because they are passionate. And it doesn't matter if it's practice, a charity game, or whatever. Uh, Derek Anglin captained one team. Shane Knighty captained the other team. Uh, a bunch of UNLV players uh, really, um, how should I say this, shone brightly. Okay. <laughs> uh, they, were, they were impressive, and uh, that even has me more excited about what's going to happen at that level. But congratulations to everybody that put it together, the Golden Knights, the Rebels, the Henderson Silver Knights, the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, I never felt more safe, Paul. I had uh, detectives and uh, – all kinds of uh, police force around me the entire time I was there. I think they were there to protect me, but yeah, I don't know. Could yeah, okay, you keep were... thinking that. That's okay. You might. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> anyway, it was a great event. It was great to see Shay. Uh, I I have actually met Shay one time, and it was at a uh, a very early um, Vegas Golden Knights game, and it was purely by chance. He was a diehard uh, Vegas Knights fan, and and I had a chance to visit with him. Uh, outside of T-Mobile a um, long time ago. And just to see him there and to see him want to drop the puck, uh, Max Pacioretty took his arm and uh, actually helped him drop the puck. It was it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So uh, fantastic like news it. on that. Yep. So, uh, well, listen, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, it just – no one deserves to go through that period. I, I really don't know what else to say about it. Um, it's just, uh, you know, hopefully you know, one day we don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. Boy, amen to that. And uh, another tragic loss uh, up in Surrey, British Columbia, three young um junior hockey players killed in a car crash. I don't know all the details. I, I know the, I know the names. I've seen the names. I won't comment on the names until I, I know that it's official uh, to comment on it. But uh, I do know three young lives, three long, young talented hockey players were taken from us again in an automobile crash. It seems like um, these things just keep happening. So um, our prayers and, and thoughts for everybody up in the, uh, the BC area, um, having to deal with that as well. So no easy way to transition out of that, but um, uh, hockey season's getting closer. It is. um, You know, and now that classes have started and I I believe if I'm correct, uh, coaches get what, two or three hours a week until they play the first game. I want to say it's four, four hours, four hours. Okay. Um, Yes, and 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 so that now they actually get a chance to to start to to get a feel for how they're gonna the players are gonna work together. Um, I do, uh, you know, look forward to hearing those first. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess the word is rep- the report reports is 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 the right word, but you know. Like I said, it's it's limited, so you don't really get a feel, and you probably don't get a feel until that first game, in terms of what the coach is thinking. Until you see that lineup card made out, and you know that the way things go in that first game are not going to be necessarily what the lineup is two or three months, you know, two or three months down the line. But at least you know what they started with, and who knows how many times those things change in practice. 
You want a magic number count yet, or are we ready for that? We already have it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. And by the way, I, I know you linked to the blog I wrote this week on the website, on the Twitter accounts. Uh, I had some feedback from a few people. and That was, was fantastic, positive. folks. And I, I just I, want to say thank I you am rem- to those I am remiss. that feedback. I am remiss in not getting that out there more often because that was phenomenal. I know you took a lot of time to write it. Um, I'm still looking for my Christmas presents. (laughs) I'm still looking for my Christmas presents because I heard it was Christmas in uh, in August. So, well, it just it it takes you. Sometimes I I can sit down and I mean, listen, I'm not Joe Paisley. I don't know if I could do it every day like he does or like he has. but usually something has to hit me and it'll come pretty quickly. That one took a while. I think that's probably the longest one I've done, but that's how busy it was in college hockey this summer. (laughs) Yeah. You hit it on the head too. It was phenomenal stuff. I do want to mention that that event that I was up to on Friday night is now up uh, as a Sunday special. It'll be on the website shortly. It's on YouTube. If you're a YouTube subscriber to us at Ice Time SW, you got the link quickly and uh, yep. before everybody else. So recommend doing that and, and get there and take a look at it. Uh, not overwhelmingly long, but gave you a little piece of action. And, and Paul, one thing I have to throw in there as well, uh, they, they put uh, uh, between period entertainment and they had the Vegas Golden Chariots, a uh, youth a disabled hockey team, a sled hockey team. Yeah, saw that. And, oh, my goodness. That is the most passion I have seen in hockey players, I think, ever. And I've seen 50 years of hockey. Um, th- those kids were so enthusiastic, and they were having such a good time. Um, you would never know, unless you were just staring at what they were doing, that they were disabled because – they, they were flying around the ice. They were doing everything. It was fantastic. And, of course, Benny, the ice skating dog, came out in the second period, between the second and third period, and, and did his little demonstration, which was really cool um, to see what he could do. He's been all over the place on every national scene everywhere. So um, congratulations again to Vegas. They just did a great job of putting it on. And I, I told Stephen Marsh, my, my co-host up there, I said, um, you know, to me this is the official kickoff of hockey. Because this is how you do it. You pack the barn. You uh, you have a lot of talent, and uh, you do it for a good cause. Well, I, I, like I said, I, and for those, a lot of those, and for those kids, it's probably the first time they've played in front of that many people. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And they were into it. The fans never left their seats during intermission. That's good. Good for them. Good for them. Absolutely. Okay, so so that's all the stuff that we need to get out about that. Uh, I will tell you, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the Summer Skates Studios is also going to be um, – Summer Skates is going to be giving us some product to give away in contests. So that's good. starting September 5th all the way through the month of September, I have 16 dates that we're going to give away uh, product, uh, including the new logoed sandals and the new – uh, logoed koozies we're going to have out. So nice. And if you have, uh, Fred, yeah. And apparently, if you have Fred Flintstone feet like I do, uh, they made them I, in some bigger sizes now, right? It, it, they did. And I, I asked them, I said, send me the biggest one you can get because I think you and Joe both need it. So <laughs> <laughs> just a little tease to that, folks, too. We're hoping that we're all going to make it to the NCHC Media Day, September 16th, up in Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. That's our goal. We're working towards it. We'll see how things work out. I know Joe's excited to get started. So College Hockey, you are in good hands uh, with College Hockey Southwest Live and College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Sunday nights, Tuesday nights, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Don't miss us. Take it away, my friend. Behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, and now available at our new spot at Allegiant Stadium Events. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV, 
Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey by Boost Mobile. Bring your current phone to any location and learn how to get a new SIM card free when you switch to Boost Mobile. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey Fabulous Las Vegas Atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Very well done, my friend, and we appreciate all of you listening in to us tonight. Like I said, if you have a little problem with the uh, with the gaps in there and the delay, uh, by all means, uh, listen again when it becomes uh, available for download. I do think it'll sound much, much better. The production uh, seems to bring it all together, so we'll hope for the best. Our thanks to Leanne Blinn, the uh, strength and conditioning coach for the Arizona State Sun Devil hockey team, and much, much more. Um, also the world's strongest woman. We didn't even get into that tonight, but she's uh, she's an incredible, incredible uh, athlete in her own mind and her own uh, record, I should say, because she's got plenty of them. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll get ready for another uh, College Hockey Southwest Weekly on Tuesday night, and we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.